How y'all? How are you doing today? Welcome to the Mental Coffee series, where we brew new leaders. This is your host, Peter Ngozi-Nurongo, and I am so happy that you're joining us once again. Again, I don't take this for granted that you finished season one, and we're now on season two. Today is the second episode where we carry on talking about the book that I authored, your first book to entrepreneurship, which I should admit, it really came as a surprise just how well it's done. My interest was just to have a few dozens of people just uh, impact their life in a certain way, you know, but the response has really, really been great. And thank you so much for having made the time to get the book on Amazon. You can get it anywhere around the world via Amazon. In certain places, they'll actually deliver the physical copy right at your doorstep. So uh, getting into today's conversation, remember, we're having uh, conversations based on the book. So for the next uh, nine days, in total of 10 with yesterday, which is the second season, we read uh, a page or so, and then we sort of have a conversation around that. So as we get started, you know, this is what I always do. I just want to make sure that you're staying healthy. It's pointless for you to acquire certain life skills and then uh, it helps you financially, but then your health is not really in its best form and shape for you to enjoy what you've attained and achieved. So in getting straight away into today's conversation, I'm going to carry on reading. I'm just going to read... the very beginning, the very first page of the book. Uh, so I start off from page 12. And um, so what made me have this specific beginning was that what are the reasons why people or what really drives people to start their businesses? Okay, so uh Let me get right into it, and I think it'll be self-explanatory. So here we go. As we begin, let's examine what motivates some people to become business owners. The reasons vary as to why people start the road to entrepreneurship. In putting them into major categories, we can explore the following in combination with stories why people took this direction. Career Advancement Decision Isaac Ronald had been working on Wall Street as an investment banker for a top private equity firm for the last four years. He had a personal ambition of rising through the organization to become a vice president in his division in under 10 years. He quickly realized there was a mountain of highly qualified candidates with similar education, experience, and job skills. He was just one of a thousand people with the same goals, and he simply did not stand out from the crowd. He determined that the only way to to carve out his own place in the industry was to set up his own firm. He decided to pitch the idea to three other people as potential partners, and they all agreed to join him. Eighteen months later, they launched their own firm. After three years of blood, sweat, and a fair amount of tears, (laughs) Ronald's firm landed a number of lucrative multi-million dollar deals. By the fifth year, I'm trying to scroll down here, pardon me, with my mouth. 
my mouse is acting funny, but here we are. By the fifth year, they achieved a considerable amount of success in managing happy clients. Isaac Ronald can now happily wear the hat of the president of his own firm, far surpassing the 10-year goal he once set for himself. He believes the decision he he believes the decision to start his own company was the best decision he ever made. So here's a takeaway. So I sort of break down the takeaway from uh, this read. The takeaway is as follows. Isaac Ronald's situation is not at all unique. There are, th- there are thousands of dedicated, talented, and determined individuals that find themselves waiting on someone else, usually the management of the company for which they work, to dictate their career growth and advancement. Entrepreneurship puts the control back in the hands of the individual. Instead of waiting for a promotion that may have never come, they can create their own path to success. Taking the leap into entrepreneurship is particularly common among older professionals, especially especially the ones who have been passed over for career advancement in favor of young employees. This can be an ideal time to start a business. After all, the person will have plenty of experience, connections, and leverage in the industry. That marks the and reading of today's and then we can just get into sort of like a uh, brief conversation around it so there's various reasons why people start businesses sometimes it is just like a highlighted there sometimes it could just be sheer frustration because you know you know the uh the industry well you can do the work with your eyes closed uh with one leg and uh half asleep you can still run (laughs) you can still run the marathon in your office every single day why because you know it you just know it so well the challenge is that sometimes you find these younger folk that come on board and management realizes that hey look why not concentrate on the younger ones because we'll actually pay them less as opposed to someone who's been in this uh, setup for a much longer period who demand uh, uh, a raise in terms of salary or they may just demand and have certain expectations. Obviously, the expectations are different with someone who's been in the office for so long versus someone who's just come on board. So out of frustration, people just decide to step out and say, you know what, I know this and I can probably do this. And they set up their own firm. You know, uh, millions of firms have been started by people who are in the similar shoes and just um, took a leap of faith and their businesses grew. You know, so also you find that a lot of industries that are out there as a result of people that worked in those industries for for a while. So, oh, oh, advancement in age could be, and, and especially when you when you now do the math, when you do the numbers, and you realize no, this does not make sense. It doesn't make sense for me being in these shoes. That uh, in the next ten or fifteen or twenty years, I'll actually be in retirement, but I don't see myself achieving that with my current obligation and what the current job offers me 
So sometimes people take that leap of faith. Also, sometimes it's just young ambition. For instance, I started my own business when I was about uh, 26 years old. I was just extremely ambitious. I wanted to travel, and I wanted to have like a global business in the future. So I realized, look, let me start early and make all the mistakes that I possibly can, and then that will help me transition into where I see myself. You know, am I anywhere where I want to be? Uh, absolutely not. But the journey still goes on, and when I look back, I'm extremely happy that I made that decision. So I've sort of reached a place where, uh, based on a, on a lot of experiences, now I can almost tell what is a good investment, what is a bad investment. I know where to spend my efforts, where I can zero in and focus specifically on something that I know have better and greater and yield better results, as opposed to. Spreading myself thin and jumping on every opportunity. So now I walk away from sort of "quote unquote" lucrative opportunities. I I I I just don't jump on anything anymore. Why? Years of experience have taught me uh, what works and what may not necessarily work. You know, no matter how good the opportunity may be, it may it may actually bring in the money. I can see to bring in the money. But then I may walk away from it because it just doesn't serve the big picture purpose for me. So there's various reasons why people uh, decide to become entrepreneurs. You know,、um, from a from a household level, you, you have a、uh, spouse thinking, "Look, I, I I love my partner. I think they deserve a better life, or they've done so much for me." This is the、uh, best gift I can ever give them, which is to take away certain pressures of uh, them uh, working extra hard for money. You know,、uh, yes, like I did say in the opening statement yesterday, as I read, that we all know that、uh, money does not buy you happiness. But it can certainly drive you to the door. Like I say, it'll it'll definitely drive you there. I don't think that's actually my quote, to be honest. I think I got that uh, uh, quotation from Les Brown, who got it from somebody else too. You know, but but I sort of paraphrased it in my own in my own way. So yes, so money may not buy happiness, but it will drive you there. It will be the vehicle that will drive you right to the desk, to to the to the doorstep. You know, front entry porch to the to the world of happiness. So you might do it for your spouse, or you might just do it for your kids. You're like, look, I don't want the kids to go through what I went through when I was younger, and I want them to have、uh, a a good and better foundation. And also, it could just be maybe for your folk. You know, you love your parents so much that you just want to surprise them, and you want them to retire younger. And、uh, probably, lastly, you just want to make the world a better place by giving your products and gifts,、uh, and expressing yourself through、uh, through an enterprise. You make the world a better place. So you could maybe decide to start a business in uh, uh, biotech, and you feel, hey, listen, I think. I will. I I could have a solution to a specific ailment that human beings suffer from, 
and I may invent or create a specific vaccine or uh, type of medication that will improve people's lives. And in the process, obviously, you get the reward of the lifetime. So you can probably retire young. And now all you, all you do is just focus on, like what happened to Bill Gates and the, and the wife. So they've got Microsoft. But guess what he's done? With all the proceeds that are coming from Microsoft, he's investing in uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which is doing phenomenal work all over the world. So um, obviously your uh, conspiracy theor- uh, theorists have got their own views on what Bill and Melinda are doing. Uh, but uh, uh, you can't take away uh, what what they have done for humanity. Okay, so, uh, and this podcast is not about uh, conspiracy theory or any of those things. You know, I just I just uh, state things as as we sort of see them. So there's there's endless reasons why you can start a business. Uh, and also sometimes people just start something just because they love it. It could just be for fun. Like, hey, I love to bake eggs. I can't help but bake. And so through that hobby, they now extend themselves and they get into that business. So the reasons may vary. Okay. But you have to sit and really, really ask yourself, why do you want to get into that business? Because if you don't deal with the why, you will will find it at some point. And you don't want to find it when you least expect it, which is you may be feeling downcast, dejected, and you want to quit, you know. Uh, But if you have the answers and when you get to the point where you feel like giving up, you simply pull out the answers to the why and it motivates you to carry on regardless of what you're facing or dealing with at that particular point. So I hope the conversation has been great. And uh, thank you for tuning in. I look forward to being with you guys again tomorrow. And uh, I received a few messages yesterday regarding yesterday's podcast. So people saying that they're excited and looking forward to today's podcast. So I hope uh, today has been a thrill. And as you start your day, you ask yourself, why do you need to start a business? What are your reasons? What are your underlying main reasons why you would like to start a business? Uh, deal with that and then uh, once you deal with that uh, perhaps tomorrow as we pick up the conversation uh, we can shed more light on what the next step should be this has been your host Peter Gozinurago on the Mentor Coffee series your first book to entrepreneurship season two so we'll see you tomorrow you take care and have a fantastic day